2: Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ and I got no opening. I had one and then <laughs> lost it, guys. That's what this movie did to me. This movie hurt me in ways I I'm I'm I haven't yet to discover. Uh, I'm sure later on down the road there'll be some therapy involved. Probably some kind of chemotherapy. You know, the only person I'm not did more
3: sure damage to would be Christopher Lloyd.
2: potentially potentially uh but i am joined by hovercraft joe uh what's up and the tush what it is and the son of a bitch who recommended this episode xander the
0: suburban kazando himself the
2: suburban (laughs) kazando you know what Uh, i hope that sticks and i hope you live (laughs) with that the rest of your life yep probably will
1: so we're in uh, week two of back to school month. Uh, as we talked about last week, we're doing, uh, you know, family action movies. Uh, and, and this is a movie that uh, Xander brought up and we all agreed to do. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, and I will <laughs> I in his like credit
0: to bring up that at the beginning of August, i sent a message to LPJ that said, hey, it's September. You should do back to school time and do action comedy like family action flicks. And for whatever reason, this was the first one that came to mind. I don't remember what I was. I was listening some podcast or or something else that was talking about how like litigious people are, and and how often you know people get sued. And I remembered watching TMNT on VHS and always having like the previews that played before. And this was always one of them. And it ends with the one like heavy set biker guy going, "This is the '90s. We're going to sue you." And that, for whatever reason, has burned into my memory. <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah, Suburban Commando. That would be funny. And I kind <laughs> so felt- and just hoped it was going to be like this this fun thing, and, and now I realized why nobody ever talks about it. So yeah. you really felt that a good
3: family comedy would include lots of killing and an attempted rape.
0: Right, yeah. Huh?
1: <laughs> well, I think it is funny because, I mean, we'll get into it more, but I think it is a movie that we were all familiar with, but literally had not seen in decades. So we were like, oh, it's probably pretty fun, and then we – Maybe yeah. maybe it's not the case, but we all watched it. We're like, uh oh.
2: In Xander's <laughs> defense, as soon as he said it, I'm like, yeah, we should definitely do that. Like I jumped at it for whatever reason. I don't know why. Like I remember. Talk- what, we'll talk about it in a second. But yeah,
1: let, let's let's roll. The, so this movie comes out on October fourth, nineteen ninety one. Let's like roll into our you know history of this movie. I'll go first. I definitely have seen this movie before. I don't think I saw it in theaters. But I I maybe saw it on home video or something. I definitely had seen it enough to be familiar with it. Uh, I I hadn't probably seen it since 91 or 92 at this point. I remembered it was a Hulk Hogan movie. Didn't remember that Christopher Lloyd. Didn't remember that Shelley Duvall was in it. Didn't remember much of anything about it other than he was from outer space. Uh, And then I watched it. I had to freaking pay money to rent it to watch it. Yeah. So what about you, uh, Tush?
3: I mean, I definitely saw it in the theaters. I mean, I was and to a more ironic extent still am a Hulkamaniac. (laughs) Um, I mean, I, I remembered loving it as a kid. And sometimes that gives it a lot of like, you know, currency later in life. Not the case with this movie.
1: Well, I was going to say because when we offered this up to you, you jumped at the chance. I absolutely and then, did. And then, like I, a, a couple, you know, like less than a week ago, you you were like, "I watched *Suburban Commando*. Ooh, <laughs> yeah." Uh, what about you, uh, Xander?
0: Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm kind of in the same boat as uh, as as uh, Lpj, I believe, where it said uh, probably hadn't seen. Or, oh, how would You've not gone yet, have you? No, I I'm haven't, wrong. but we talked I about avoided. it previously. Yeah, so like, I hadn't seen it in year, probably like 92, 93. I probably rented it from Joy Super Video in Westland. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yep, yep. Right? okay, yep. You're not I wrong. Probably, it was probably one you know, the weekend. I would always get $3 for my allowance. We'd always go, and I'd rent a video game for the weekend. And it was this was probably one of those things like, I'm going to get a movie instead. And I remember, like I said, the Ninja Turtles thing probably sold me. I always thought it was funny when Christopher Lloyd in the trailer was, I was frozen today, and that stuck with me. Uh, so I probably watched it then. and was probably like, this is okay. Cause I'm a young kid and I'm dumb. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, just that weird nostalgia of like, Oh, this is a, this was a kid's movie when I was growing up. Maybe it has some kind of charm to it. And I was, I was completely wrong. There were a few times where I just kind of laughed at how ridiculous some things were, but yeah, this was, uh, this was not a good movie.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, what about you LPJ? All
2: right. So 1989, Obviously, I'm getting built into this. So, 1989... Jeez, Jesus, the build-up
1: already to this is... I, I'm annoyed with you, but go ahead.
2: 1989, uh, No Holds Barred comes out. It's 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 Hogan's, like, first big movie. We were... I don't know if Joe was super into it, but, like, me and Jody and our friend Justin were super into wrestling at the time, and so we rented, you know, No Holds Barred at, at the pay-per-view they went with it as part of Jody's birthday. So... We had a lot of kind of nostalgia for wrestling at the time that this movie came out. And for Hulk Hogan movies, because we were big Hulkamaniacs also. Um, I don't remember seeing this one in the theater specifically, but I remember like rushing out as soon as I could to rent this and watch it. And I remember it not being very good then when I watched it. And then for whatever reason, I thought, okay, well, you know, Maybe it wasn't as bad, and and it it was. It's probably worse now seeing it than it was the first time around. Um, but yeah, so this movie for whatever reason always stuck in my head. Like I should probably go back and rewatch this at some point just to sort of see if it's as bad as I initially thought it was.
3: It, it's funny that you mentioned the pay per view, like the experience where you watch the movie, then you watch the pay per view because. Yeah. They had planned something similar with this because one of the evil bounty hunters is played by Mark Calloway, a.k.a. The Undertaker. That's right. So if this movie had done well, he would not have come in as The Undertaker. He would have come in as this weird space mercenary character to wrestle right. Hulk Hogan. So luckily that didn't happen.
2: Correct.
1: What I, what I think is interesting to kind of talk about up front is that, like, so this movie's 91. You said No hold Barred is, like, 89. 89. And I think, like... Was it, was it Mr. Nanny? Was that the one he did? That's like 93 mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. There was a very big, like, concerted effort for a while that, like, they definitely were trying to get Hulk Hogan to be, like, a movie star as well as, like, a wrestling star.
2: They've like, always done that with their wrestlers, though. They've always tried to, to do that, and they've continued it, to do it now.
1: It seems like it was a spectacular failure, though.
3: There, there's Hulk a great Hogan. story um, in one of Chris Jericho's books where he talks about being on a private plane with Hulk Hogan and The Rock. And. Hulk Hogan is basically saying they're telling The Rock, like, well, you know, I would have been as big a star of you, but, you know, the movies, you know, I had to compete with Stallone and Schwarzenegger and Van Damme, and Jericho is thinking to himself, like, yeah, it has nothing to do with the movies you picked, you know.
0: <laughs> well, let's not also forget about the uh, the famous call-out in Be a Man by Macho Man Randy Savage, where he bragged <laughs> that he got himself a feature role in Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> what a role. And and all he's uh, doing telephone commercials. i seen you dancing in tights like a ballerina. (laughs) (laughs) You have those tendencies because you've been running from Macho like I got a disease. I could keep going if you want.
3: I think obviously the real shame with Spider-Man No Way Home is that they didn't figure out a way to bring Bonesaw
1: in through one of those portals.
2: I mean, he's dead. I mean,
1: mean, he is dead, so he's probably not ready anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, he could drive a Jeep right through the portal wow coming in coming in hot in cage for three minutes yeah. You're going well, well, right now lonnie papa is so mad
3: at us while he's listening at home <laughs>
1: yeah we are already uh, uh the tush is coming in hot uh okay so some of the numbers on this movie uh, it has a budget of 11 million dollars and it goes on to make either six or eight million depending on where you look so not a success. Um, the Rotten Tomatoes is a, uh, not 15%, impressive, I believe 15%. Yeah. But again, if you're playing the home game, that 15% is higher than the 9% that Beverly Hills Cop
0: three got. So, um, <laughs> lose my mind. Cause this is definitely a worse movie than Beverly Hills Cop three.
2: <laughs> mm, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh,
0: and then the audience
1: score on it is 33%. So. Uh, Beverly
2: Hills
3: Cop has further to fall, you know, because it was based <laughs> off of two good movies than that. But this just crap right from the get go.
1: That's fair funny. enough. Uh, OK, so top grossing movies of 1991. Uh, LPJ, you were talking about years that we've done the most movies. This is a contender. this is one of them. Yeah. OK, so the top grossing movies of 1991, we've actually covered the top two because number one is T2 Judgment Day and number two is Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. Uh, And number three is Beauty and the Beast. This movie, Suburban Commando, comes in 112th in the domestic box box office. But surprisingly, we've done a movie that came in worse than that in 1991. So other movies we have covered on this podcast in 1991 are number 13, Teenage Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Us*, Number 18, Hot Shots. Number 21, The Last Boy Scout. Number 27, The Rocketeer. Number twenty nine, Point Break. Number forty five, Double Impact. Number fifty six, Lionheart. Number seventy, Hudson Hawk, and number one hundred and forty two, Showdown in Little Tokyo.
2: Wow, that's a big year. There's a lot of really good and terrible movies on that list.
1: <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, I kind of, I still kind of like uh, Showdown in Little Tokyo. I that's think a great that movie. Underrated.
2: And that didn't Uh, truly get a
1: real release. It was was almost
3: a straight-to-video movie.
1: Uh, Okay, so this movie. This movie stars Hulk Hogan, as we talked about it. And then Christopher Lloyd is in this movie. Okay. Shelley Duvall is in this movie. All right. Uh, Larry Miller, who plays his boss. I feel like I recognize him from a lot of stuff, but I couldn't necessarily, like... He's
3: I'm the sure dad, he and he's the dad in Ten Things I Hate About You. <laughs> he plays he's in tons of he, stuff,
2: like this character that he's playing. He's essentially played in like a million different things. Like if you want a slimy, kind of pompous, self-important act character, Larry Miller's the guy you call. Mm-hmm.
1: I just clicked on his page. You know what it's funny? You know what I remember him specifically from? Uh 10 Things I Hate About You. He's the dad. <laughs> like Julia Stiles and the other girl's dad in 10 Things I Hate About You. Man, if
0: only um, somebody had said that like 2 I, minutes ago. I did
1: say that. Oh, did you? <laughs> Shit. Yeah.
0: Hercraft <laughs> Jones
1: doesn't listen to me. Sorry, Tush. It's been If you it, it, uh, people will know when they're listening to this episode, they've listened to last week's episode. It was a real I, I'll just say this. <laughs> listening to LPJ and his, his brother, Chops, their reverence. And, like, they were talking so much about Power Rangers and getting into the nitty gritty Unasked. Like, they were just talking about it. And I'm like, I don't care to talk about it other than the movie. But I got, like, a 20-minute education about the history of the Power Rangers. And I asked not to, but I got a list of every single season of Power Rangers that have existed. Ooh. So I'm a little frazzled. As we record this episode.
2: Mm-hmm. And it turns out of the 30 years that Power Rangers has been out, I've seen about half of the seasons.
1: <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go around bragging about that. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay I, with it. I'll own it. it. I'm okay. okay with it. The only other person you already mentioned was Mark Calloway, who I guess I didn't realize until like halfway through the movie. I was like, oh yeah, that's The Undertaker. So anybody else that you guys... Uh,
2: the know? other guy, the other like bounty Tony hunter Longo, in there the guy who is Tony nothing. Longo. He's been in a bunch of different things too. He's like a character actor. He plays like a he always plays some kind of like, you know, muscle or gang member or something. So he's he's been in he's been in some, several of our other movies that we've watched.
3: And the um the, the guy who plays uh, Hulk Hogan's boss is a uh, Roy Dotrice. He he's well known in the audiobook world as the guy who read Game of Thrones before he uh he died. Right. He did a terrible job doing Tyrion, just saying <laughs>
1: Uh, Okay, Uh, you guys want to do some net worths? Too bad, you have to. Uh, Let's start with uh, The Undertaker. What do you think for The Undertaker? He's got that sweet, sweet, I I don't know, wrestling money. What do you
3: think, Tush? Well, yeah, he's got the sweet, sweet this and no other movie money. So, you know what? He he was wrestling for a lot of years, got well paid, got some of that sweet, sweet Saudi Arabia money recently. Um, I'm going to go
1: with... Fifty million. Alright. Uh Xander, what do you think for The Undertaker?
0: Uh Ball. Yeah. Uh he's got that sweet, sweet wrestling. I Like what the hell am I saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh fifty million was out. I'll go uh, I'll go lower than that. I'm gonna say thirty-six million. All right. LBJ?
2: He got that legends deal, so he's still making money from the WWE plus all of his merch plus any residuals that he gets, I'm going to go, I'll go 75 million.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, $17 million. Wow. Yeah.
2: Hey, but what? before we go on, uh, we forgot to mention uh, the guy in the movie, the mechanic uh, that says he's going to sue Hulk Hogan. Did you Did recognize him, Joe? No, I didn't recognize him. You should. He's the guy that had the bear fall on him in roadhouse. <laughs> Oh
0: man! <laughs> he also was, um, uh, was a was a hardware store flunky in uh, home improvement.
2: You're right, he was. P.S. By the way, like, and I don't
1: want to, I don't want to kick a in says here. But remember when they randomly were like, "Hey, Undertaker, your thing is that you're like an undead Undertaker, like, and then like for a while he was just like a biker guy that rode a motorcycle.
2: You gotta reinvent sometimes.
1: That was a weird
3: pivot. I'm just saying, it was. Uh, are, okay. That was when they are trying to be more realistic,
1: apparently. yeah. You know? Didn't he come
3: down to Limp Biscuit
1: at that point, too? He did. Well, it's
3: like it started out as American Badass by Kid Rock, but I think it was cheaper to license uh, rolling by Limp Biscuit.
1: Gotcha. Okay. was a up, lateral move. Next up, uh, Shelly Duvall. She's got that sweet, sweet, the shining money. What do you think, Xander, for Shelly Duvall? Uh,
0: she's also got that sweet, sweet olive oil and Popeye money. Uh, so uh, I will go with, uh, I don't know, so let's stick with the $36 million. <laughs>
2: Seems like uh, a good number.
0: What do you think, uh, LPJ?
2: She got that sweet, sweet, currently suffering from a mental illness money. Um, he... <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> uh, I, look, I I never really liked Shelley Duvall. I'm not saying that she deserved the mental illness. I'm not saying that whatsoever. I'm not the saying that. No, you are. No, I'm not. I want to put that out there. I'm specifically not saying that. She's probably don't, a good actor. Too much. I don't know. I'll go $10 million.
3: Uh, Tush. I feel like she's got that sweet, sweet, I feel like I saw a report talking about how she's crazy and destitute. So I'm going to say she has like 500000 at the most.
1: $500,000, Tush, on the button. Well done. Wow, am a of all
2: superfan.
3: Well, no. Duvall. I just feel like five hundred thousand is the lowest that site will go. Like it just, like
0: you know,
2: <laughs> yeah. Or, like, or you're part of the Shelly Duvall mailing list.
0: I am. What do you think drove her crazy? <laughs> Probably <laughs> owing you money, which is why you know exactly. exactly. Just <laughs>
3: constant, yeah. constant polaroids in my dark. <laughs>
1: uh, all right. Uh, next up, uh, we'll start with LBJ, Christopher Lloyd. Uh, I'll just take the easy swing here and say he's got that sweet sweet Back to the Future money. What do you think for Christopher Lloyd, LPJ?
2: He's got that sweet sweet Uncle Fester money. Uh, I'm gonna go. I bet he's still doing pretty well. Uh, I'll go 35 million.
3: All right, uh, Tush. I think he's got that sweet sweet Dennis the Menace money. <laughs> so I'm gonna say yes very frequently i'm gonna say 45 million all right uh xander
0: i'm glad i had a backup he's got that sweet sweet page master money
2: <laughs> wow. oh, i wow. have not heard that movie in decades i'll go uh
0: i'll I, i'm gonna change it up and say uh just getting 36 million <laughs> uh, you
1: guys were all very close he has 40 million dollars right. so- I
3: do uh, want to say really quick about Christopher Lloyd that kind of ties to this. That he was at like such a high watermark of his career. We're in like a three or four year period. He made um, both Back to Future sequels. He made The Dream Team. He made um, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and he made um, he, he made uh, The Adams Family. And this came out the same year as The Adams Family. And he has been on a downslide ever since. You <laughs> look at his movies. Uh,
1: okay, last one. Uh, the man himself, the real American, Hulk Hogan, uh, he's got that sweet, sweet, has that cameo in Gremlins 2, but I can't remember if it's the home <laughs> video or the movie theater release money because um, there were different Both. ones. No, I feel like they were different. No, they are different. one cable of them. has
3: a minute, so Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, so what do you think? Uh, we're back to the tush for Hulk Hogan. Well, he's got that sweet,
3: sweet... Uh, both santa with muscles money but then he lost that to his ex-wife but then he sued the shit out of gawker and got all of their money so i'm gonna say he's back up to like 150 million
1: uh what do you think uh xander are you gonna go with 36 million
0: (laughs) (laughs) well he does have that sweet sweet thunder in paradise (laughs) (laughs) so yeah 36 million sounds pretty good to me
1: LPJ which by the way was the plot of that show he just drove a boat around and like solved it was like the night Rider car with a boat pretty much okay. yeah all right uh, LPJ what do you think for uh real American Hulk Hogan
2: um it's hard to say you're right he did bankrupt gawker um I'll go oh sorry he's got that sweet sweet Santa with muscles money I
1: said that
3: he's, he's got that Santa, right?
2: sweet sweet Muppets from space. Is he in so, the uh, he He's got, he's got
1: yeah. that sweet, sweet uh, thunder lips money.
2: Yeah, he does. That Rocky III thunder Thunderlips money. Um, I'll go... I'll You know what? I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I'll say $100 million. $25 million
1: Ooh. <laughs> Well,
3: you know what? Add like 150 to that because that's how much I spent at his store in Orlando when I was there a couple months ago. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, I think he lost a lot more money in that uh, divorce than you
3: guys are thinking. But he, he lost he lost like ninety percent of his fortune, and Gawker just basically like it wasn't worth as much as people thought it might be. Like they oh, thought maybe. originally he would get like a half billion dollars, and it's like yeah, it's really not worth that much. Yeah.
0: So uh, I held up when we were talking about him earlier because I thought we were going to do a net worth on Larry Miller, but he's got that sweet sweet Kevin on all that.
1: Money. I, can, I can look it up. I can look him up. That's real right. Clear. He you did.
0: Are, no, no, it's all right. I just I, 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 thought I, think, we were, I, I think I took I kind of more top build on IMDb, and I prepared something for each one of them. So I think I, I kind of. I think I. I think I kind of thought he was dead. No, he's still um,
1: living. <laughs> yeah, he he's on Curb Your Enthusiasm now. It looks. It looks he, like his net worth is about. Uh, Just a quick (coughs) blurb here. It looks like he's somewhere between like $1 and $3
0: million. Okay. And my backup, if somebody had recognized him from all that, was a movie he did in 2018 called The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot. Oh, I (laughs) saw that too.
2: Yeah,
1: that stars Sam Elliott,
3: right? Yeah, I watched
0: that plane. It was pretty good. All right. All
1: right. Uh, Okay. So this movie is directed by Burt Kennedy? Any, anybody got anything on Burt Kennedy?
3: I mean, I no, looked well, him up. It looks like he did some fairly big movies back in the day. Like, um, like yeah, I mean, he definitely worked with some big stars. I mean, we're talking very – he'd been in the movies for a very long time. He directed this is a lot like of – like one of the last of the things he did. He did The War Wagon with um, John Wayne and Kirk Douglas. So, I mean, he did he did some, you know, di- some decent-sized movies. He did yeah. a lot he of watch
0: TV choice. movie in 1988 it, called Where the Hell's That Gold? He also directed
1: some episodes of Simon and Simon and one episode of Magnum P.I. called Mixed Doubles. So there you go. And uh, a
0: movie in 1970 called Dirty Dingus McGee.
1: <laughs> that is true with Frank Sinatra. <laughs> uh, the writer of this movie is Frank Capello. I got nothing on him either. Nope. Uh, he wrote a shitty movie. Uh, yeah. and
0: then, <laughs> which, he wrote uh, Constantine. Did he really? The IMDb, yeah.
1: All
2: right, well. Constantine wasn't uh, terrible.
1: Yeah, no, the Keanu Reeves one. I kind of like it. It's on yeah, Netflix. I do too. So I've been meaning to watch it again, actually. That is a, um, we've been talking a lot about how we're transitioning into theme months. We should do like a, like, non-well-known or kind of like, I don't know how to describe it, but basically like superhero movies that are kind of like.
2: Under the radar? Or, comic,
1: I mean, or like comic book movies that are like low-key or you know that oh. maybe so like,
3: yeah, the losers. like
1: the losers are red yeah 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 yeah. you got it uh okay the music is by i should have had this pulled up i'm scrolling the david michael by Finn. yeah well what did you fucking let me struggle with it for five minutes and you had it right in front of you it was like 10 I,
0: mean, seconds. I would just move past because who cares
1: <laughs> well that's true the music is unremarkable uh that's for sure the
0: soundtrack, though, is pretty impressive. And by impressive, I mean also awful. With, like, the rap
3: that includes Hulk Hogan speaking at the beginning? Yeah. It's
0: a nice place to nice place to live, but I wouldn't want to visit or whatever the hell it
1: was yeah. called. Yes. Um, okay, anything that anyone wants to mention before we, we talk about
2: the plot? We should talk about this movie was originally going to be for Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. They dodged oh, a bullet there. Yeah. They did. And there was
3: going to be no space element. It was just going to be a normal Commando.
2: Right. Which I think probably would have worked better.
3: Well, it would if it was just a sequel to Commando? And you know. The suburbs that would have been Alyssa great. Milano. You know,
2: urban Commando. And it yeah. would have been him trying to live life in the city with Alyssa Milano. I mean, maybe Vernon the,
3: Wells comes back, you know, maybe, maybe the
0: like beginning. They didn't of, kill him. I recall the beginning of Commando. Arnold Schwarzenegger's confused because garbage is getting picked up on Tuesday. Isn't he sort of a suburban Commando? (laughs) Yeah, That's true.
3: He's a a semi-rural Commando.
1: Okay. (laughs) Um, He doesn't move a lot of logs in that movie. And you know what? We can't get into the plot without me talking about the uh, taglines, because there's seven of them. (laughs) Wow. That's a lot of (laughs) taglines. Okay. uh, I'm just looking. I, I don't look at these beforehand, and the second one makes... No sense, but here we go. First one. Shep Ramsey was ordered to take a vacation on Earth, but he was unprepared for suburban life on the planet Earth. Too many taglines. Too many specific mentions of Earth in that. This one makes zero fucking sense. It says I'm not lying. Before, before the Scorpion King, there was dot 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 the suburban Okay, that just
3: had to be like they were giving away a free copy of Suburban Commando with Scorpion
1: King or something. I don't understand that one. This next one is literally a paragraph. Okay, so... (laughs) In a galaxy not so far away, the greatest warrior in the galaxy, Shep Ramsey, continues to face the forces of evil. Now he embarks on his greatest adventure on the planet Earth. As he goes to live among the Wilcox family, as well as going up against his arch enemy, General Suter. Are you sure that's not the blurb on the back of the VHS tape? You know, that's what it it probably is. Next one. What Charlie Wilcox didn't know that his new tenant, Shep Ramsey, is an alien from outer space? All right. How how Uh, are these taglines? I don't know. Uh, Next one. Right suburb, wrong planet. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, Next one. The Wilcox were having some problems around the neighborhood until the ultimate security system landed in their backyard. I don't think that's really the plot of this movie.
3: (laughs) It is not. Like, yeah, there's some people who park in front of his driveway, but it's not like, you know,
1: ugh. And then the last one is no home should be without one. God dang those are bad. Yeah. Especially the one that was a paragraph. Uh, okay. Anything specific you guys want to bring up before we talk about the plot of this movie? No, let's get into it.
2: Yeah. We're okay. 26 minutes, 27 minutes in. We should probably get to it.
1: Okay. So this movie starts off with, of all things, a star Wars, uh, uh, homage, <laughs> like with the mm-hmm. shot of the big spaceship and like, it's like, okay, like don't compare yourself to star Wars right off the bat. um, So I was also confused because the movie starts off with that, uh, what's that, the bad guy's name, General Suter? Suter, Suter, yep. And he's got like a president, not the president, our president, but like General Suter's wearing like a weird space outfit, and that president guy's just kind of wearing like a suit, like a normal suit with like no collar. So I was confused as to like what was going on. Um, Hulk Hogan is on the ship. He's playing Shep Ramsey, as we talked about. Uh, he murders a lot of people in his first appearance, yep. just like blowing him away with a gun.
3: But um, still, very
1: lazily. Like it's the <laughs> laziest escape. Like you know, it's the laziest rescue attempt ever. It's true. So he shows up on the bridge of uh, General Souter's warship, and there's like a bunch of skulls, like on like like on display. I'm like, is this guy a predator? <laughs> like,
2: yeah, it was real weird. Like, it was very strange. And whose skulls were they? Were they skulls of like? Shep's people.
3: Well, maybe well, there don't... were other people that he didn't really try all that hard to save, and wasn't really all that broken up when they died. Could well,
1: be. Okay, my next question for you guys: What is what does the president take out of his pocket that he throws and cuts off General Souter's hand with?
0: An envelope. It looked oh, like you know, a note card. It's like he's Gambit or something. <laughs> yeah, General Souter's allergic to uh, to envelopes.
1: He like pulls yes, like an envelope out of his hand out of his pocket, throws it, and cuts off General Suter's hand, but then we see like an alien, like a really gross like alien green hand replaced.
2: Don't under, under, underestimate the power of a real tight crease. Now here <laughs> comes, in this, at this point of the movie,
0: the third highest grossing actor of all time appears in the movie. Frank Welker is the voice oh, Frank of Walker, alien General right. Suter.
2: He's the oh, third he? highest grossing actor?
0: Yep, $17.4 billion.
2: Oh, for the movies that he's been in?
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. I thought you meant, like, he's made that much money. I'm like, holy shit. Frank's been doing some work.
1: So uh, we find out that uh, Hulk Hogan has rocket boots like he's Star-Lord.
2: Or does Star-Lord have rocket boots like Shep Ramsey? Yeah, Yeah, I I think we can
0: all agree this was the inspiration for mm -hmm. GOD. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. Uh, So he, like, he
1: gets out of, like... The guy, the, the the general suitor turns into a giant alien, and uh, Hulk Hogan's kind of like, all right, I'm out of here.
3: Yeah. He's <laughs> like, uh-oh, he's got the president by the neck. I guess there's nothing I can do.
1: Yeah, and he, like, dives through a ventilation shaft, plants bombs, uh, escape from the ship, and it explodes, right? Yeah. Um, you know, do you think
3: this scene could have been improved
1: by someone saying... They're in the ventilation shafts. Yeah, 100%. A Phantom Menace, yes. They're me going to the ventilation shafts. Um, so he gets picked up by his ship, and then he, his boss calls him. Uh, there's a Lazy Aliens reference where he's like, isn't there, like, a, can I kind go after some, like, bug creatures with, like, acid for blood? Um, and then, like... <laughs> the, the actual setup for this movie is so fucking stupid, and I'm sorry, guys. Because his boss <laughs> no. is like, hey you've been working too hard also you've got to just let the president get killed you don't really care so i think you should take some time off and he gets so mad about it that he smashes the controls of his spaceship and messes it up so bad that he has to land on earth in order to get it to recharge question mark
0: yeah recharging fixes your your controls you don't know sure (laughs) they
1: self-generate
2: they just need a little more juice
1: he has to be on earth for like 6 weeks because he can't power up so much that More people than will notice. Yeah, people will notice he's or 0.01%, there. I'm sorry. Which is like and people are looking for him and it takes a long time cuz I'm like, well, he killed the bad guys. What 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 is he worried about? It takes a long time like an hour plus into this movie that they explain that they're like, well, General Suter had a lot of followers. You know, or people that would follow him, even if he was dead. So anyways, so.
2: So was the goal for him not to get killed and that's why he couldn't power up? Or was he worried about Earth being destroyed? He just worried
3: about them finding him, which seems weird that like he just single handedly fought like an army full of people. And then it's like, uh oh they might send two space bounty hunters after me.
1: It's true. I kind of thought that was weird, too. That's like he literally, his introduction to this movie, he murders like 30 people. And then they're like, oh, no, like two people are coming after
2: me. Well, and then why not just like recharge at full power as fast as he can and just leave real fast? Well,
0: I think that's what he's supposed to uh, do. I don't know. He murdered more than 30,000 people or 30 people because he blew up the ship. Oh, that's that true. He blew ship.
2: up, I he that he he blew can't up the whole
0: It's possible he's the one who killed the president. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs>
2: it's
1: very true. Okay. So he lands on Earth. Or no, he finds out he's going to go to Earth. And he's apparently familiar with Earth because he's really bummed that he has a good Earth. Then we're introduced to Christopher Lloyd. He's a real sad sack. He likes working in his workshop or the garage. Uh, he's having trouble paying the bills uh Shelly Long is bummed that they can't pay the bills Duval. wants him to get a raise or ask for a raise he's not so sure about it uh he goes to work his boss is Larry William Larry Miller sorry Larry Williams is a jerk uh he has awards that they make a they specifically point out that are crystals
2: some kind of special crystal yeah
1: some kind it'll, of special crystal. don't worry it'll
3: come up again
1: right it's like uh it's like the uh uh what would a, Hitch- or what, like would Sirith- a Hitchcock yeah. say? Like, don't like show a gun, don't introduce a gun and don't don't have it go off later. Well, that's oh,
2: Chekhov's gun.
1: Yeah, that's these crystals. Uh
2: okay. So, it's, so he, it, he's an architect, right? Obviously working yeah. for a massive architectural firm, and he's not making enough money to pay rent in suburbia? <laughs> His house is not that fancy. He's got a <laughs> shitty car. Like how much, is he, how much exactly is he getting paid? Does he have gambling debts? I mean, is Shelley Duvall staying home all day and ordering shit on QVC? Like, what is what is happening with this money situation? Well, he should be making a lot more money.
3: It, this movie's I so think, half-baked. I think maybe they get explain like, oh, he's putting all his money into his inventions. Like, he's an invent inventor, but they don't really uh, deal with it all that much. Except do, when he's mad that his shed gets
1: taken over. I do feel like that this movie, whether or not it was... How to put this, like, I, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that was either cut out in the script, scripting part of yeah. this, or in the movie, because there's a lot of things that just, I mean, I, I know this is a broad statement. There's a lot of things that don't make
0: sense. Yeah, and it just it all feels very,
3: on. everything about this movie feels underdeveloped, with the relationships, like, you know, like that, I mean, they have points where, you know, at the end, these kids like, oh, we're proud of you, Dads. like, when were you not proud of him, you know, or stuff like, it's just, you know.
1: Right, Very or like, you know, or the fact that, like, he, we're supposed to be like, oh man, his fan, f- all the whole family, like, loves Hulk Hogan. It's like, why? Because he ate cake with you once, like, <laughs> <laughs> and he swung you around with his hands. Uh, okay, so Christopher Lloyd does
3: like ask he for he totally
2: like- slept with Shelley Duvall, though, right?
1: Oh yeah, he oh, her. Right. Like
2: he totally boned her at some point.
1: So uh, Christopher Lloyd doesn't ask for a raise like he's supposed to, and his boss is taking credit for his work, and he's just his life sucks. Basically, is what we're we're kind of supposed to believe. So uh, Hulk Hogan crash lands in a disco or a roller rink? Roller I'm disco? Not- it's a roller it's a roller okay. rink. Okay. It's uh,
2: it's, it, it's 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 an abandoned roller rink that miraculously still has power and a uh, working DJ booth. <laughs>
1: So then Hulk Hogan, like, he goes to walk down the street and he's wearing his full, like, space commando outfit, which, granted, is weird, but, like, everyone's reactions to it are insane in this mm-hmm. movie. Like, everyone can't believe, like, it, it does look weird, but it's not, like, so weird, right? Like, I don't know. Maybe I just.
2: No, it's not that weird. I mean, it's not like he's wearing a, a giant cod piece, you know. So <laughs> he looks
1: pretty normal. So he's walking down the street, and he sees a a dog that's got a muzzle on and is locked in a car, and there's a dude eating, like, a big plate of pasta, and he's like, hey, shut up, dog, and, like, Hulk Hogan doesn't like this. So the next thing we know, Hulk Hogan has stolen that guy's outfit. That guy's naked in the truck wearing the muzzle, and the dog's at the table eating the pasta.
2: Can we refer to that guy as the Glitch, please? (laughs) We uh,
0: I don't think think the Glitch would do his dog like that.
2: No, he wouldn't, but he would definitely sit in a restaurant and eat pasta. Let's yeah. let's be fair that's kind of his MO.
1: And then and then he conveniently <laughs> this is so stupid. And then he conveniently sees a sign for an apartment to rent, right? Yes. Yeah. So
0: this is the best part because it said it the the flyer literally just says apartment for rent arrow. Yeah. <laughs> and he pulls it off and then looks at it three or four more times as he walks in that direction like the arrow's going to move and show him where the fuck he needs to go next. Yeah. <laughs>
3: But guys, you are skipping the part when he's walking down the street in his debt in his jeans and denim uh cut-off top and women are into him.
1: Like they're just like idiot. ooh. Look at
3: this guy with his Canadian somewhat tuxedo and full-on scowl at this point. His skulllet
1: yeah. is something to behold. Yeah. So, okay. Christopher Lloyd comes home. There's a Dragster blocking his driveway because the people next door, people next door are drag racers? Question mark. I I think this this is like a neighborhood of
3: drag racers. Like this is where they live in the off season.
1: Well, yeah, because also like he parks his car in the street and almost gets run over by a car that's just like going ninety miles an hour down the street.
0: Uh, And those kids apparently do that on a regular schedule,
1: (laughs) and they come back often. Talk about, like, underbaked characters, because then, like, his neighbor is, like, some kind of, like, PSD general military guy sitting in a jeep drinking. That's, like, a fairly
3: famous Western character actor. He was in, like, Once Upon a Time in the West. I think he was in The Wild Bunch, Jack Elam. Makes a lot of
2: sense for this movie, Dave. Thanks. Yeah. So,
1: he gets home, and, like, Shelley Duvall is dressed all sexy and wearing a wig, and apparently wants to go to the Bone Zone, but, like... Christopher Lloyd's not having it. He just wants to go out to his workshop, but then finds out that Shelley Duval, while he's been gone a minimum of like, I don't know, eight hours, let's say, for a workday, converted his workshop, the garage, into an apartment and apparently put up flyers everywhere for it.
2: Yeah, essentially. And took all of his tools and put them in one closet?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and there were Look. still a few tools that were sitting in the in the shed. Like, That's and, true. Like, tables and stuff
2: yes that's right they did have a drill press set up as like a lamp or something
1: (laughs) yeah and conveniently enough this was the this is the apartment that hulk hogan decides to rent so he shows up i want to rent the apartment well that's where the
2: arrow pointed to where else was he gonna go
1: yeah he's like i'm from france for some reason i don't know why uh so head
3: reference maybe (laughs)
1: yeah you know better than me uh so then uh christopher lloyd Watches them unpack a bunch of guns. Did you see where these prop guns? What movie they came from?
2: Yeah, Mass of the Universe. Yeah. Which, by the way, we're going to cover that movie at some point.
3: Yep. Okay, I, I call. I, I want to be on for that.
2: Well, listen, I've got i got a laundry list of people who want to be on that. You you may or may not be able to. I'm you know the se- I'm the semi host. Screw those. We'll other see. People. We'll see. You know, we'll see you about know what?
1: this. You know what, Lpj, you have these weird rules that we can't have a... like we can have eight people on for all I care. Who cares? No, we can't. It's our show. Why not? Because I said so. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so um, Christopher Lloyd sneaks into the uh, Hulk Hogan's room because I don't know where even Hulk Hogan goes. He leaves the apartment in the middle of the night. Uh, I guess he goes to look at his ship
0: or something. He goes for a jog. He's got to stay in shape. That's why <laughs> so, he's always doing that very light. Like, he goes for a jog in jeans and, and boots. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's Christopher how you Lloyd, stay fit.
1: Christopher Lloyd finds one of the guns and shoots a hole through the wall and blows up one of the dragsters. But that's not even really, like, a plot point. He blows up one of the dragsters, but it's never followed through on or anything. No,
0: it's never followed through. Like, (laughs) you'd think they're going to sue him for, like, lifting it up and moving it in, like, the next scene. But when one gets blown up in the middle of the night, like, meh, whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, so the bad guys... At this point, I'm like, "Who are the bad guys?" Because I thought he killed all the bad guys. Uh, but, Knuckles, they, but they send the bounty hunters after Hulk Hogan. That's the Undertaker and the other guy, right? Um, so then we get like this like sequence of scenes where it's just like, "Oh, Hulk Hogan's not from Earth and he doesn't know what's going on." So he like he tries to stab the mailman. Um, Talk about the mime. Uh, I I do I, I have to say this guys as much as I dislike this movie I thought it was pretty funny when he threw the paper back at the paper boy and like knocked him off the bike and they just showed the kid like in the bush with his legs uh hanging out like I thought that was kind of funny
0: and then um, says bullseye smart ass <laughs> he tried the kid
1: kids show up like a skateboard gang shows up tries to get him to use the skateboard he falls off the skateboard then gets so mad that he seemingly seemingly <laughs> confirmed and a little bit later in the movie throws the skateboard into space.
0: Oh, they dissed him. They said that his mom can yeah. stay on the board longer than that.
1: Hulk Hogan's <laughs> strength in this movie is very confusing because he can throw his skate- skateboard into space, but then he has trouble beating up two bounty hunters later in the movie. Yeah.
3: Or even if he has trouble a little bit fighting off those two bank robbers. That's true
0: too. It's also interesting, if he's that friggin' strong, like, why does he also have, like, muscle enhancements on his suit? It's true, too. Listen, um, it's just like... He throwing... has muscle enhancements throwing th- flowing through his body at this point. <laughs> that's
2: fair. That's fair.
1: Um, so, yeah, so Christopher
2: Lloyd comes home. That's
1: like Glitch was talking about, where Hulk Hogan lifts up the drag Glitch? Spear. Oh, sorry. Oh
0: wow. Jesus. That's wow. a lot of names you fucked up today. Wow. I don't even know who Glitch is, but
3: that's messed up,
1: Joe.
0: That hurts.
3: That
1: hurts. Xander, I apologize. It's been Whatever it's all
0: been- us Legend of Retro people most all look the same to you, huh?
2: <laughs> yeah, you do. you look you all look retired.
0: I just call you guys Legend of Retro
1: host 1 through 4. So, uh, okay. I sorry. can't believe you just called me number
2: 4. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. No, you're you're number 1, baby. Um I got the so, joke, it was good. We call him people baby now, baby? <laughs> so he lifts up the dragster, so uh Christopher Lloyd can park in the driveway, and that's when they're like, Oh, like we're gonna sue you. Like, I thought for sure we were gonna get a scene of Hulk Hogan like beating those guys up, but no. Like they're just like, dah, we're gonna sue you if you mess up the Yeah, dragster. you gotta
0: see this alien being confused about life on Earth. <laughs> so you so like, it- know what we're gonna do to you, you're gonna Bash my face and blah and blah the blah, blah. Nah, it's the 90s. We're going to sue you. Like, <laughs> so it was barely the 90s when they started shooting this movie. I don't know how that, that is. That <laughs> is very true. Uh, so then that car
1: that we saw earlier that, like, apparently just drives down the street at 90 miles an hour almost runs over uh, Christopher Lloyd's son and Hulk Hogan saves him.
0: And that's why they love him, not the cake.
1: <laughs> yeah, but they do kind of like because of the cake. Well, they uh, give him
0: the cake because he saves the son.
1: That's true. So, he chases a car down on foot, <laughs> flips it over, rips the door off, and then, like, spins it around. Like, was he going to kill those guys before Christopher Lloyd stopped him? Yeah, I think yeah, so. He,
0: he threw the passenger, and then he was going to beat the, the driver to death, and that's when Christopher Lloyd stopped him. And then, as a as a bonus, as he walked away, he spun the car. Mm-hmm. Right. So,
1: that that's right. Then they go back to the house, and then they're like... <laughs> We're gonna eat cake to celebrate. And he starts eating a piece. And they're like, We gotta get a picture of
0: it. He doesn't start eating a piece. He ends up trying to eat like he just grabs half of it and starts eating it. <laughs> it's true. He's confused, yeah. like, you guys eat this?
1: <laughs> and that yeah, and Shelly Duval's like, We get a picture of this. So like Christopher Lloyd runs and she's like, Set the timer and takes a picture of it, which Apparently, like the next day, they've already gotten developed and hung up on the wall. Which, if you think about, like back then, you that would be a
0: fast way to get like a picture.
1: Yeah, developed. I don't remember like, there being also like one, one hour photoshopped
2: Photoshop
0: the background out of it.
1: I if you noticed, that, Yeah, that was that was so weird, right? Like, why why was the background photoshopped out of that picture when they show it later? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Hulk Hogan goes out to check on the ship again. Uh, he stops a, a mugger and g- gives a lady back her purse. Um, but then, okay, so like now we're we're starting to get into some really dumb stuff. So he <laughs> he's walking down the street and a car alarm starts going off, and the car alarm seemingly has its own consciousness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because because he like tells him to back away from the car and Hulk Hogan gets mad and like rips the car alarm out and the car alarm's like I'm sorry, get as close to the car as you want. And then, he, the car. Yeah, and then he destroys it. So it's like that car alarm had gained...
2: I love that the car uh, alarm's just mounted to the center console. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. and so, a car, that With the roof completely open. like yeah. Yeah. So
1: apparently that car alarm had gained sentience and... Hulk Hogan
2: snuffed it out. Yeah, did he just, um, just... Was that genocide right there? I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, yeah.
1: 100%. 100%. That was, well, you know, we should thank him. He stopped Skynet before he, he could did. take over the world. Oh, so. good point. <laughs> so then Hulk Hogan's confused by a mime, which if you're wondering if that's going to be a recurring gag, it is. Um, most so, of the mime is one bigger. of the most developed characters in the movie. <laughs> So he's confused by the mime. I think he punches him out because uh, he thinks he's locked in a box. Uh, he checks on the spaceship. Christopher Lloyd follows him to the spaceship, checks out the spaceship, um, which, by the way, like I understand this movie is not a big budget movie, but that spaceship looked low rent.
2: Oh, a, yeah. lot, a lot of this movie looks low rent. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, they recycle the PKE meter. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, God. So I, then perhaps. OK. I know I said we talked about the stupidest thing in this movie, but so Hulk Hogan's walking back to his apartment. He goes into an arcade where a kid is playing Afterburner and thinks that he thinks that he's playing like, I don't know, really fighting aliens, takes it over, does so well at the game that the video game opens up and puts out a white flag to surrender.
0: Have you not done that before?
1: Yeah, you're just not. You're probably not very good at
0: afterburner,
1: Joe. Mm-hmm. So then he leaves the arcade. He's confused by the mime again, um, and then um, Christopher Lloyd finds the armor. But I was like, wasn't he wearing the armor when he left the ship? Like, wasn't that the whole thing that he was walking down the street and everyone thought he? Yeah, he put
3: he went and yeah. stowed it back. I think that's just one of those leaps of faith you have to take with this movie. Okay. Oh,
2: just one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So Christopher Lloyd puts on the armor and then in, in a shocking plot point for this kids movie from the 90s stops a lady from getting raped by two guys. Yeah, like I literally had the message uh, Tush separately and be like, were those guys like rapists? Like, was that now, a plot in this movie?
0: Here's the thing. Here's the Miss Lippy. This is the part of the story I don't like. I don't know if you guys watched the credits or not. But I did not. I did this not. This woman, this woman's character is, is, uh, the character's name is girl. And then in parentheses, AKA hooker. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. So what was the problem? <laughs> <laughs>
3: what? Well, okay. Okay. Maybe they were I, doing I some kind like, of like role something. like about to get in deeply with the virtues of sex work, but... <laughs> You can still rape a hooker. You know, no, then... I'm
0: just saying, like maybe they were in in the middle of something. Maybe that was their kink, and they paid extra for it. That's we fair. don't know. We don't know. Christopher Lloyd's out here kink shaming dudes just because he found a power suit. You Fuck know what? Him. Still don't feel bad
3: about what happened to him if that's the case.
1: But like, also like. There is no like there's no reason to specify in the credits that that lady was a hooker. Like <laughs> <laughs> No, that
0: was just yeah. my note at the end of the movie was girl aka hooker. What the fuck, dude?
1: <laughs> so I should also mention when he has the armor on at one point he gets knocked down and then he does the worm. Um so he saves the lady but he drops the space gun. Okay. So
2: God, there's then, still so much of this movie left.
1: I know, I'm trying to get through it. So <laughs> we cut to the bounty hunters in space, and they see that fucking skateboard flying through space. I love
0: how they, they 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 show the ship slow to a stop and then they just both look at it like what the hell? and then just keep going.
1: Cut back to Hulk Hogan, he go he's like, Oh, this girl's like, Oh, my cat's stuck in a tree. So he like pulls down the whole tree, and then the girl's like, That's not my cat, and he lets it go, and the cat like seemingly gets launched to its death. Do you know who that
3: girl is? No, I don't it, know who that Elizabeth girl is. It's Elizabeth Moss yeah. from yeah. Mad Men and like Oh really? Yeah.
0: yeah. Is still, yeah.
3: Wow. Um so Let's then not forget like, the
0: invisible man remake.
3: Oh yeah, right. because she's a Scientologist, this movie probably made perfect sense to her. <laughs> they keep throwing
1: in like all these weird things where it's like I under, I understand that in the movie Hulk Hogans from space and that's the thing, but like they treat him in this movie as if he's from like the past or something. Cause like he's confused by cantaloupes. Cause this lady's like, you got to squeeze them to see if they're a good one. And he like squeezes one and it blows up and it's like, but it's like food. You had food in space. You understand the concept of food, right? I, I know. I know. I'm asking too it's much. Too much.
2: It's too much. Ma- it's too much, yeah. too many questions, too much plot left.
1: So he goes to see Christopher Lloyd at work. Uh, his boss's secretary randomly has a gun, um, and then <laughs> he—they're like—he finds out that he put on the armor. He's like, "He dropped the gun. We got to go find the gun." So they go to get this car. He rips the door off his car because apparently that's his thing. But um, the other
0: side was unlocked, so right? Yes. No worries there.
1: <laughs> so they're like, then he's like, "Oh, I know how we can track the gun. I have this." Uh, Thing that, like you said, it's the EKG meter from the Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, the PK so, meter. Yeah, but why Why was it in Christopher Lloyd's glove box? Like, he pulls it out of the glove box of the car.
2: I think maybe it was supposedly one of his inventions.
3: Or maybe he stole that, too, when he was, like, taking the armor. I don't know. Or maybe so anyways, this area of
2: suburbia all just has that in their car. Could be. <laughs>
1: That's
3: true. The big Ghostbusters
2: so they, fans, the whole, whole area.
1: So yeah. they use that. They track the gun down. Apparently the the rapists got scared off, came back and picked up the gun after they left. And it's not just a gun; it's a freeze gun, apparently. So they froze a bunch of dudes in the bank. Um, they they have a fight with them. Uh, the the one dude. God, this is so stupid. He shoots the freeze gun at Hulk Hogan and you're like, "Oh no, he got froze." But then they cut to him and he's like drinking something. He's like, "Ah, anti-freeze, anti-freeze." And it's like, Whoa. "I don't think I don't think you could drink anti-freeze like that." And
0: you how would he know about alien Hulk Hogan? You <laughs> don't true. know? That's true. Well, I don't a lot know of things he-
1: that make
3: sense. Like if, you know, the rapists get the gun, so why do they rob a bank instead of just going commit
0: more rapes, you know? Yeah. I think That's they true. are guys aka hooker customers.
1: But that's true. You know what, Uh, Xander, you're right. I don't know what alien Hulk Hogan's, like, biology is. So maybe, you know, maybe where he's from, antifreeze is like a delicacy or something.
3: they put antifreeze in moonshine. It makes
1: it really sweet. (laughs) Jesus. Or that uh,
3: that lady with muckhausen syndrome in the sixth sense gave it to her kid.
1: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay. So the bounty, uh, Christopher Lloyd gets frozen, by the way. The bounty hunters show up. Uh, he gets out of there, he's driving Christopher Lloyd, Christopher Lloyd is sticking out of the top of the uh, car, and they're playing Jingle Bells because he's frozen. And then, perhaps, in a movie of bizarre things, this is the most bizarre part to me, is they cut to a scene where the Undertaker and the other guy are <laughs> in a car, a just-married car, in a drive through <laughs> And I'm like where did they get the car? Why are they in the drive-thru? Like, what is going on in this scene, right? Like,
0: Yeah, there so- must
3: have been, like, another scene written or cut out or whatever where they hijacked a newlywed couple's car.
0: My, and they're probably... My, there's a lot of... There are a lot of lights at that drive-thru, so they're probably looking up large energy signatures.
1: My and they notes probably a- went
0: there, and they're like, oh, shit, this is just a weird... I'm curious as to how they saw, like... That it was a just married thing, and like how cool with them being a, just a married man and man couple that in the early nineties was like that's awesome, man. It's true. That's true. This movie was
1: pretty progressive when you think about it. <laughs> My note literally says the bounty hunter stole a just married car. Feel like there's a story there. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. Um, Hulk Hogan knows that the bounty hunters are there. He wants Christopher Lloyd to help him, but Christopher Lloyd doesn't want to. He's like, hey, I need a fuel supply for my ship. I need something, something. And Christopher Lloyd's like, oh, you mean this kind of crystal? It's the one that the All awards are. The ones that the awards are. So they bust down to Christopher Lloyd's office, somehow find a suit that fits Hulk Hogan very fast. <laughs> I don't know how they found a suit to fit that mammoth man like in like five minutes, but they did.
2: He found another guy eating spaghetti in a suit and just mugged yeah, him and stole it.
1: <laughs> so then we come back to the bounty hunters and they're back in their ship. And I'm like, why were they ever in that car if they're flying around in their spaceship? Maybe they anyway. did actually just get married. <laughs> and you they know, had to like,
3: fly to Earth to do it because the galactic whatever empire wouldn't let them. And now, you know, maybe there's a very, very sweet progressive sub- subplot in this movie. They got
1: cut out because the 90s wasn't ready for it. There it is. So they steal the awards because they're magically the fuel or whatever that Hulk Hogan needs for his ship. Uh, Hulk Hogan fights the bounty hunters. Uh, He calls one of them Camel Breath for some reason. I'm not sure why. Uh, One of them gets violently squished by a elevator. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And then he has a prolonged fight with the Undertaker. And I'm like they get so much mileage out of the undertaker's rocket boots. Like at one point he sends them like careening through like the building. Like he's going through like
2: floor after floor, floor, after floor. floor
1: mm-hmm. until he stops in a women's bathroom and crushes his head through a toilet that a lady was sitting on by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even want to get into that.
0: And uh, I like how long it took all the women to get out of that bathroom. Cause he walks out with them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's got the toilet on his head. Um, and then he he kills the Undertaker because he he crashes into a wall. I do, I don't yeah because really this is the wall, wall that gets him. All those other walls he wall. went head first that didn't do it. Yeah. You know? So then we're we're in the home stretch, LBJ. So then General Suter, alive at Christopher Lloyd's house takes his family hostage, makes Christopher Lloyd take them to where Hulk Hogan is at the ship, the landing oh, pad. Yes. Hulk Hogan's, uh, it, they he's like, oh, I'll just kill you. I don't care about these people, but he really does care about them. So he's like, hey, you can do whatever you want to me. Just let them go. So he does. But then he sets the self-destruct on his ship, but he sets it for, like, way more time than he should, apparently. Yeah, um, at
0: least five minutes.
1: <clears throat> yeah. So uh, Christopher Lloyd goes back to save Hulk Hogan, uh, and then they make it seem like Hulk Hogan's dead, but he's not dead. Uh, and then he punches general suitor in the dick with the robot glove or does he grab onto it i think and he grabs
0: he grabs yeah. yeah. with the muscle enhancer
1: how many movies have we done for this freaking podcast where like somebody getting punched or kicked or grabbed in the dick is like a major plot point of it
2: well so far at least two not enough.
1: <laughs> at least three at least three what's the third one uh, well uh passenger 57
2: oh passenger 57 that's right
1: and uh, Mighty Morphin
2: Power Rangers. So you guys get right. two in a row, huh? That's cool. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, uh, okay, yeah. So he, he grabs onto his, his balls with the Robo Glove, which causes him to turn into his monster form, which I couldn't decide if it looked more like skinny swamp thing or a tall gremlin. I'm not sure what you guys felt about it. but
2: Or maybe a combo a of the
3: two. Gremlin,
1: a gremlin banged a xenomorph. Yeah, oh, fair enough.
3: And you you
2: know And to be fair, the costume wasn't bad.
1: No, it was all right. I, I'll give you that. That was maybe the one thing in this movie
2: so, that was all right. No
1: visible genitalia, though, which made the previous scene seem kind of silly. <laughs> A little bit. Uh, it's true. Uh, can we get by one episode where we don't have to talk about jokes? Remember, we were like, why did Ivan Ooze's robot have balls to get hey,
3: needed? Wh- what, is, what, is my, what is my name? The, tush, the yeah. tush, yeah, yeah, but
2: I it's think... not the balls, so <laughs>
3: yeah. But I mean, okay, so I mean, this thing, there wasn't much monster tush either. Sometimes there there's not a lot. Of... Be... You work with what you have.
0: There also has to be some sort of uh, anatomy, I guess, of the the human suit of Mister S- of General Souter. because when his hand gets cut off in the at the beginning of the movie, the alien hand comes from the hole where that is, but he still felt like he felt pain from the hand that got cut off. Yeah, so It's That's very true. possible, well, like the living tissue he... on a Terminator. Right, so it's very possible that the dick and balls that got ripped off by Christopher Lloyd was fairly painful.
1: Okay, all right, I can see that. Uh, Okay, so here I am back
0: to (laughs) defending stupid plot points in bad movies. (laughs) Uh,
1: So Hulk Hogan fights with the uh, alien version of General Sutari, electrocutes him, and the ship self-destructs, and the roller disco blows up, but they make it out.
0: And here's Uh, the other part that sticks in my craw. So the fucking spaceship crashes into this landing pad at the beginning at night, no one gives a fuck. The car gets blown up in the middle of a neighborhood, no one gives a fuck. The derelict skating rink blows up and now all of a sudden the cops are there immediately? Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's fair. Unless Shelley Duvall called the cops. I suppose. Now I'm I defending th- the movie. What the <laughs> is happening here? I
3: think they're on Hulk Hogan's trail for the hate crime he committed against that <laughs> bounty hunting couple
1: <laughs> that's it, it. Could be. that's it um okay we're we're almost there okay I'm getting sweaty <laughs> so, guys come on <laughs> christopher christopher lloyd quits his job hulk hogan skateboards again and he's really good at it he does a handstand and then he gives away <laughs> so fucking stupid apparently he had like a super futuristic space skateboard this whole time mm-hmm. that he gives away i don't know um so he leaves her space in the bounty hunter's ship, and that secretary is going with him,
0: apparently for boning purposes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's girl, a.k.a. hooker. I guess I didn't double check. <laughs> so he, they also, he also he accidentally
1: flings Elizabeth Moss through the air after the, the
0: second time he meets
3: her. Accidentally.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so the secretary's there to go with Hulk Hogan to space in the bounty hunter's bug-looking ship for boning purposes. And then we get a third callback to Christopher Lloyd in his car, having problems with that damn stoplight. But this time, he pulls out one of the guns and blows it to pieces, and everyone's happy, and they drive off down the freeway. Mm -hmm. Fuck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You said it.
1: Uh, you got any role
2: reversals, LBJ? <laughs> was already
0: yeah. mentioned, right? Yeah, Danny DeVito and Arnold
2: Schwarzenegger. That's it. Yeah. Uh, that was it. Right. Oh um, boy! I, look, I feel exhausted now. Yeah, yeah that, talking about that this movie, movie. This was a this was a rough one, guys.
1: It was. It was. I don't really have anything else to mention. I think all the stuff I wanted to talk about came up. So I think I mean unless you guys have something else, I think we could probably rate it.
0: Okay. I mean, I think the only thing that I still need to say is I'm sorry. <laughs> you can, oh
2: no! Don't worry. We'll give you plenty of time at the at the end of the show here to apologize. <laughs> Let me hit the music so we can so we can rate this thing. All right, Xander. You wanna go first? you wanna go second? Oh, how do you wanna handle this? You're the guest. You can decide when and how you wanna rate this thing. I would like to go third, please. Let's do a third. Okay. I'll go first. Okay, guys. This movie is not good. Um <laughs> <laughs> that's an understatement, but like I don't even know where to begin. Um Oh, God, this movie's dumbfounding. Okay. Um, Okay, so it's bad. Uh, The acting's bad. The (laughs) acting's bad. I can't. I can't even articulate how much I dislike this movie. Um, The only thing I do like in this movie is Larry Miller. I think Larry Miller is perfectly cast and plays this role exactly the way it should be played. Um, So I enjoy all the parts with Larry Miller in it. But overall, the plot doesn't make sense. It feels like just a bunch of scenes were filmed and slapped together. Um, obviously, lots and lots was were cut out of this movie to to have, to, to, and, and that's probably the what the problem with the with the cohesion of this film is. is too much was cut out. But I, I guarantee you, they just were looking at a number and like we need to keep this to ninety minutes exactly, and. The uncut version it could possibly be four hours long. I don't know. There's so many loose ends. There could be four hours of this movie that just is is available uh, that would explain all of it. Who knows? Maybe it's the second coming of The Godfather. I don't know. Um, but But this movie is, as it stands right now, awful. The acting's bad. The plot is bad. The script is bad. The sets are bad. The props are bad. Even though they're borrowed from other movies that are also terrible. Um I would Ghostbusters is good. We'll give the PKE meter was the best prop in this entire movie. Um Yeah, guys, this movie's a train wreck. Don't watch it. Even if you like Hulk Hogan, don't watch this movie. Uh yeah. you know what, I'll so give you it a watch, machine gun. One machine trailer, gun.
0: Then you would be good.
2: Yeah, I will give this one machine gun just because Larry Miller's entertaining.
1: Um, I'll go next real quick. I, I, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm going to give it one machine gun as well. It's a bad movie. Uh, it's not worth watching unless you have some kind of weird nostalgia for it or you're a big Hulk Hogan fan. I'm giving it one machine gun because he throws that newspaper at that kid. Uh, I thought the alien costume looked kind of cool. That's I And I... I Bizarrely, found it funny when he threw that skateboard into space, and then they call back to it being in space later. So I'll go one machine gun as well.
0: Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not good. Uh, there are so many movies that I watch, like that I remember from my youth around this time, that I'm like, yeah, this was pretty bad, but like still kind of entertaining, and it sort of made sense. And this did none of that. <laughs> um, I I award it uh, half of a machine gun, <laughs> like I. <sighs> This this might be the first time I've I've been on a bad movie episode with you guys and haven't just like ironically given it a great score. <laughs> but this was like there were multiple times when I was watching, she was like, why is this not done yet? Like please, like let this be done. Nothing about this movie was good, uh, and and just girl A.K.A. hooker. <laughs> oh, just just half, just a half a machine. Gun. Hold on, hold anyway. on.
2: I'm revising my score. I had to pay to watch this. Half a machine gun, guys. Half a machine yeah, gun. I,
1: You you know what's bad, Xander, when you were like, the last time you were on, we talked about the Jean-Claude Van Damme Street Fighter, and we're all like, yeah, that was a better movie than
0: this. Tush? Okay, so thing, If I can throw this out before Tush goes... No, he said it was my turn. No, (laughs) he cut me off, because he could say something. So as the Legend of Retro host, or ex-host, I guess I should say, I feel like I should point out the day we're recording it is the one year anniversary of our last episode. So wow. rest in peace, L-O-R. But there was also a video game for this movie wow. that came out two years later. <laughs> was there? Oh, that is, that yes. is weird. Did you play it? I didn't because I, I tried to find a download for it, and I wasn't able to. But uh, it's, like, it's a mix of like a side-scrolling shooter and a beat-em-up and like one other genre of game. But I watched a Let's Play, and it was five straight minutes of the same thing with the same short <laughs> song. And I was like, there's no way that this is any.
2: any you know what there. that sounds like to me? That sounds like a coming out of retirement episode right there. Like a, like a
0: two-parter Hudson Hawks of Urban yep. Commando. That's it. Uh, I also find it very interesting. There are a lot of Hulk Hogan fans who have begged him to make a sequel, and he's not against it.
1: Well, he yeah. Because
0: he was an executive producer on this movie. He said, I can't imagine putting my own money into making it, but, if it, but if it, 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 if it, I'm not opposed to doing it if someone else, brings, if someone else what, puts the bill.
1: Let's be honest. Hulk Hogan's probably not opposed to doing anything at this point. It's true. It's true. Uh, all right, Tush, sorry. Okay,
3: so, to, like, all of your points, as far as, like, the Larry Miller point, he has the same role in a hundred better movies, so watch that instead, watch him (laughs) in, he did one called The Big Tees with Craig Ferguson, it's excellent, right? Um, as far as, like, the nostalgia, I remembered this movie better than it was, so it kind of ruined the nostalgia for me, like, (laughs) I remember this, like, I would've, if you'd have asked me before, like, oh, this is probably Hulk Hogan's, like, second or third best movie, it's not. It's terrible. Like everything that's happened. <laughs> it's probably still just, a second
2: or third best movie.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I like everything. Like they just don't resolve any. I mean, you know, there's so many terrible things. Like I would suggest watching Hulk Hogan's sex tape before watching this. You know, <laughs> it is just awful. And Isn't that also and it does girl that AKA thing, I, think, where it's like, well, yeah, I think so. It's like, oh, it's a comedy, so we can have bad special effects. It's fine. You know, it's just. This is a half machine gun for me as well.
1: Uh, and, and you know what? Just just to be uh, across the board, uh, LPJ did remind me that I did pay money to rent this, so I'm exactly. going to go down to half a machine gun as well. So half a machine guns all the way across the board for this one.
0: Is this the lowest rated movie on, mm. on Last Action Podcast? I
1: I don't maybe consensus consensus wise. I know I've given a movie zero machine guns before.
3: Yeah. But what was that? I, the one of Javale and Steven Seagal. I feel like I gave zero.
1: But I think that
2: I think, might have been the lowest.
1: But this one is close because I don't. I feel like some of the other ones we were given it low. Other people have had kind of like weird opinions where they've given it like a lot. So this one might be between four people the lowest set of movies ever gotten. This this is rotten. Like it's not it's not worth your time. I, I, and like tush said if you have some kind of nostalgia for it like you're gonna watch it and it's gonna ruin it like <laughs> so.
0: i would like to give one more reminder that i am not the glitch but if i were i'd go back and <laughs> listen to every episode and then keep crazy details of all your ratings so let's maybe <laughs> talk to the glitch about doing that
2: well we already asked him for a new emote last time so That's whatever true. Do want, data uh, collecting. He loves that shit. He hopefully, does love data collecting.
1: Hopefully, by this point, the thirsty Rita emote exists, <laughs> and everyone can use it. Uh-huh. So, uh huh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, what a nightmare! Who
1: would have thought that? Like, we watched two movies, and I'm like, man, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers—the movie was the far superior movie. <laughs> That is not often that you could say that. So, yeah,
2: well, well,
1: I feel like this is one of those ones. Occasionally we do a movie that just sucks the life out of us. And I feel like we're all <laughs> defeated after spending an hour talking about it. And I, I, it doesn't happen all the time, but this is one of them. I can see it in our faces. We're all
2: deflated. Yeah. Well, this Trip. is my
0: second consecutive one where it's just been like, man, this fucking sucked.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, anything, anything you want to plug, Xander? <laughs>
0: Uh, The next episode that I'm on where we will also invariably do a bad movie where i will somehow find a way to defend stupid plot
2: points. (laughs) All right. They can go back and listen to Legend Retro if you want to.
0: If you want to. If you're feeling sad that it's been, by the time you're hearing this, over a year since we released a new episode. Yeah. Go for it.
1: Uh, Tush, you want to...
0: Um. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're, probably,
1: on, you're on Discord now. By the way,
3: I am on Discord now. So check me out. Um. I have strong opinions. Um. Not really. <laughs> I do in real life, but not on Discord. And um. Yeah. I'm uh actually currently writing the epilogue for my novella. It's going to be out soon. Uh. For I'm just got basically uh, reading a book about the best way to publish it on Amazon. So
1: uh. Yeah. Stay tuned.
2: Excellent. All right. Uh. Joe, any plug...
1: No, just you know the podcast. You're already listening to us. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. But if you really want to get involved, uh, go to GameZillaMedia.com, click on the Discord link, join the Discord, uh, get involved in our channel. That's where we're most active. I think everybody on this episode is active in our channel. We talk about a wide range of topics that sometimes are very action movie focused and sometimes go off into weird conversations about lbj eating poop so you never know what you're <laughs> gonna get on our discord channel uh but like i said we are kind of unofficially trans transitioning into these theme months they're kind of where we're going so if you have any ideas for theme months you think we should do down the road you know let us know in the discord because we have a few planned out but we could definitely use some more so
0: yep and just don't be discouraged if you think your idea is bad this one was submitted by me with Suburban <laughs> Commando, and here we are recording it, yeah
2: well. it can only it can really only get better. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll be paying for this one for a long time, oh yeah, well, anyway, thanks for being here, Xander. I yeah, guess. Yeah. thanks for having me.
0: Sure, I guess
1: Z- Xander <laughs> tush, thanks as always.
2: It was Thank good to get
1: It was good to get such famous guests of the last action podcast together on an episode, so.
3: Worlds colliding. We didn't, get, we didn't get to bring any uh, guest stars from the movie, though. You know,
1: like you had Dino De Laurentiis before. <laughs> oh did. yeah, and we did. did
3: yeah.
2: Didn't
1: didn't somebody else famous show up on an episode? Yeah, I'm trying did? to remember who that was. What was the last episode you were on? That will help us remember. Um, it was.
3: I, I'm forgetting, but I know I definitely talked about someone being Mad someone Max? there. Oh, Mad, that, Max. Mad Max. Oh yeah, it was. Um, I believe it was. Uh, oh, Lord Humongous showed up.
1: that's what it was okay yeah okay nobody famous showed up but maybe next time you're on you'll what about me brother
2: (laughs) oh sorry oh terry you're here sorry
1: sorry hulk we're glad you're just a little late we're about to wrap up i'm sorry don't record me
3: too long things might go sideways
1: (laughs) all
0: right Hulk. i'm sorry i I had a pretty solid macho man earlier oh macho was here
2: too that's right i rapped
1: come on that's true. I'm sorry. I forgot. We had we had we had uh, we had both of the mega powers on. So
3: yeah, we're all gathered oh, around a Ouija board right now.
0: How was Macho Man never in a feature film aside from Spider Man? Like, how did he not get like a starring role in something like this?
3: Uh, he, because they just couldn't make a trail of cocaine large enough to lure him from his home <laughs> to the know, side of was the movie.
0: Blood Van Dam.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, Van Dam would always just show up and start snorting it. He's like, oh. Oh, so it was supposed
0: to be guile. I got you.
2: (laughs) All right. Well, anyway, before we get ourselves too too far in the weeds, uh, this episode, man. Fair enough. (laughs) This this episode of the Last Action Podcast has been terminated.
1: But we'll be back, hopefully with thirsty Rita emotes. Oh you got me before you'd stop. Well you warned me last time, you oh, like so. I'm stopping wonderful. now, shut up. <laughs> now I know I gotta say it fast.